Hey, this is Don Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and this is my podcast, The Bravehearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you, so hit subscribe if you haven't done so. That way you'll never miss another episode. You ready? Let's get brave. Wonderful to see all of you amazing, brave-hearted women again. This is your girl, Dawn Damon. We're going to talk about all things brave today. And listen, you don't want to miss this. If you have been thinking about taking a leap of faith, some bold, courageous leap, but you just haven't done it yet, this is your moment. This show is for you because my guest today is going to inspire you to move. In fact, she may just give you a push in the tush. You're going to want to do that thing, but let me introduce her first. My guest today is an author and the author of Find Your Voice, Your Superpower and Passion Unleashed. She has been uniquely gifted by God for a diverse background in entertainment, communications. She has a love of talk radio hosting programs. She's a popular radio host. Listen, y'all, she's appeared on CNN, CBS radio, television news. God has opened amazing doors for her. She comes from a non-judgmental, faith-based worldview, which is so refreshing today. And listen, she's been on the big screen. She's an actress. She's a screenwriter. She's directed She sings like I'm starting to really not like her. No, (laughs) I love my guests. Please welcome Michelle Mendoza. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Dawn. It's so good to connect with you again. It really is. Thank you. It's good to connect with you, too. We met at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention and we just hit it off. You were in a booth. You were promoting your program and your one voice book. And I want to hear all about that today. But you just said, hey, come on over and sit down. Let's have a chat. And I don't know how long I sat there, but we just enjoyed a chat and getting to know each other. And we said, oh, yeah, we're kindred spirits. We got this thing going on together. (laughs) Absolutely. I think your audience probably feels that every time they listen to your podcast, though, you know, that connection with you because you're genuine and open. And that's a brave thing in it itself, isn't it? To try to say, okay, I'm just going to be the real me, like it or not, here I am. Here but that makes people really connect. Yeah, I believe that. I hope so. I always used to say and still do what comes from the heart touches the heart. And so if we can just be authentic and real and hey, listen, we're not trying to be some polished version just to set ourselves up to say hey, we've got it all together. <laughs> Not at all, right? We're walking through, we're having a human journey. In fact, I was just telling you before we started in the studio today, I am dog sitting. I have a love for pets. I don't own them anymore because I travel too much. So I'm even going to tell you straight up, ladies, you might hear a little bit of a dog whisper in the background. It's okay. It's all good. You probably have pets too. But Michelle, your grit, your charm, your beauty, your expertise, your experience, I mean, we could look at you and say, yep, you got it all together. What do you have to know about being brave? You're so confident. But tell us a little bit about you because you have been in an industry dominated by men 
you needed courage in that. You've made transitions in life. One just recently. So tell us a little bit about <laughs> you, how you got started in the business. What was it like being a woman in the radio back in the day? Okay, barely a woman. I was maybe 18 and I, I was at a party. And, you know, at 18, where I'm sure there's people out there who knew exactly what they wanted to do, you know, just focus. I changed my major. I changed whether I wanted to go to college every other week. But at a party, I was mocking the old Lee Press-On Nail commercial. Lee Press-On Nails in fashion colors. And someone heard me who was in radio. And he said, you have a good voice for radio. Have you ever considered radio? 18, I've considered everything and nothing. I was like, hey, sure, what you got? So he became my mentor, and I went to get my first job there at a music radio station. That was a first lesson professionally in being brave. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm nervous. And you can hear it in someone's voice, a little bit of yeah, waver, right. you know, that, that nervousness. But that's part of the power through. You know, everyone starts somewhere. You just do it. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. But here's a really powerful secret for anyone who wants to be brave. If you're genuine and honest about, wow, I'm just starting out here, people engage with you because of your honesty and openness. And that takes you, that pressure off of me having to be, you know, perfect to just being real. A few years later, I'm at a party again. I'm you're a partying kind people. of a girl. I'm a party girl. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe in those days. But I'm at this event and someone's talking current events and I'm opining on it and talking. Suddenly, there is a group surrounding me, a huge group watching me, listening. Their mouths agape, just like, wow. And I realized they weren't listening to me. There's this famous radio talk show host standing over my corner. They're all looking at him. They hear a word I said. But... <laughs> He listened and he came to me and said, you're a little firecracker. Have you ever considered talk radio? I was like, well, I'm in radio right now. Talk radio? No. He said, why don't you fill in for me? I'm thinking, girl, I haven't picked up a newspaper my entire life. I'm not so sure I can talk on a talk show where it's news talk. Oh, what am I doing? But it was an open door. And God gives these open doors in our lives. The hardest part is walking through. And on the air, I opened the mic and said, this is my first day on a talk radio station. We're talking the new health care law. I really don't know a lot about it. You as a listener, how about you call in and you fill me in, educate me a little bit, and let's talk. Here's the numbers. I was honest, and boy, the phones wow. lit up. And I, since then, you read my background. I've had doors open. The more you have those doors open in your career, the farther you go down the road, the easier it is to walk through, not just because you're used to it, but because, you know, God's got me. God's got me. And that works great until a door opens way over here that you haven't walked through before. And then you have to start that process all over again. And God's up there going, I thought you trusted me. Well, right. working on it. I love what you had said about being authentic. And I think that is clearly demonstrated in your very first time on talk radio 
which I would be just like you. I would want to go through that door. I would love that opportunity. But I hadn't read a newspaper when I was your age or even now I kind of avoid it because it's it's depressing. depressing. (laughs) But how authentic and beautiful just to say, hey, you all, I'm just learning this. Tell me what you know. And I bet you in that moment, you endeared yourself to your listening audience. They fell in love with you and they knew, you know, we want to see this girl be successful in what she's doing. And you do, by the way, have a beautiful radio voice. Tell me when you're taking those steps of faith, you kind of get used to where you were. Now you were in your comfort zone, but there came a time where you had to transition again, like you just mentioned, and step out in faith again. How did you overcome that fear? How did overcoming fear play a role in you being willing to go through those doors? No, I think it's a biblical concept of going from faith to faith to faith. So when there's a new opportunity, you start to try to get used to listening to that prodding of God's spirit going, all right, I want you in this direction. And if you have a regular prayer life, it makes it a little bit easier. So I encourage you, if you you don't do it, do it. It really helps. Okay, this isn't a biblical concept, but I think it's a biblical concept. It's not in the Bible. God's ability to make things right is greater than my ability to screw things up. And I'll tell you, my ability to screw things up is colossal. It's next level stuff, girl. But it's God's ability to make things right when my heart is sincerely following after him, when I'm really looking at, okay, is this what God wants? I have to trust. And because I've trusted once, just once, you got to get it going once. The next time it happens, you can fall back on that. All right, God, you saw me through then. I'm going to trust that you're going to see me through now. My career of 20 years on the radio came to an abrupt end uh, near COVID, and I had to step away. You know, in the media, there's a lot of silencing going on. You're not allowed to talk about this. That's where I had to say, you know what? Podcasting is really viable. Radio, even talk radio is dying out and podcasting is on the rise. You get to hear things that mainstream blocks out. So I had to be brave. I had to start my podcast, learning all of the technology and such from scratch. And that was another brave step and just trust that God was going to provide. He was going to build my audience and that I can take the talent that I know now that I had known and apply it to podcasting. Then the next step, God prompted me to write the book, Find Your Voice. That book was saying, you know, there's a lot of people out there, Don, everybody, I'm a firm believer, everybody has a purpose. You are a masterpiece that God is painting, God's workmanship, created for good works, the Bible says. You are this masterpiece that God's making, and your purpose here on this planet in this time is vital, not just to your family, but to some other people out there. You could be like me and be on the air or be on the silver screen or on the small screen. That's only because I'm not good at everyday things. <laughs> it's like God said, all right, this is where we're going to put you gotta this. You got to give her something. <laughs> you got to give her something. But whatever you're doing, it can be a small group of people. It could be at your PTA meeting. It could be in your neighborhood. There are some people out there that will hear your voice that can't really relate to me or even maybe as closely to Dawn as they can to you. There is your life experience, your mistakes, 
the pains that you've gone through, your personality, all of those things work together like a piece of art and different paints and mediums that paint you. And someone's going to walk through life's gallery and with all of these portraits and pieces of art, they're going to zone in on you and you're going to have a message that's going to change their life. If everybody spoke their voice, if everyone was brave enough to speak their voice, Mm -hmm. this world would look vastly different. It sure would. And I love every time you say the word brave, I know I've chosen the right word for my (laughs) spirit because everything in me rises up and says, yes, that's it. And taking that step, you know, not only was it a spiritual thing, and I am a believer of the body, soul, and spirit, that it all works together here as we are going through this world. There are spiritual giants that we have to slay and overcome fears. And then there's even the biological part. You know, our brain wants to keep us safe, doesn't it? I mean, like, that's the number one thing. Our brain wants to detect threat. And I discovered that even walking through a new place, everything in my brain wants to say, stop this, go back. And the rationalization starts (laughs) and all the conversations and the scary narrative. This is what's going to happen. You're going to embarrass yourself. You're not going to make it. You're going to be a failure. Did you experience some of those things as the narrative in your head telling you to quit and turn around? Absolutely. In fact, in my book, Find Your Voice, I have a chart that's called the cycle of doubt and defeat. There is a rational, there's a reason for that doubt. There's a reason for those fears. They keep you from doing something really stupid. The secret is to not get into the cycle of believing that that's the only way is to just avoid it altogether. If you think about it as a chef, A little girl, uh, I have my granddaughter who's staying with me right now. We're learning a lot of things like how to cook. But I'm also saying you don't want to touch that hot stove. That We have a rule. If it's sharp or it's hot, Mima says not. That means, you know, think it through. Don't just pick it up and don't touch a hot stove. However, if that creates a fear that I better stay away from the stove altogether, what if that little girl was meant to be a master chef someday? She would never be able to become who she's supposed to be because of that fear. Fear should be there to give you caution or to give you a roadmap of speed bumps that I'm going to have to go over, the hurdles that I'm going to have to face. That's what that fear should be. You write down those fears, you look at them, and they become not this monster, this imaginative monster, but they become things that you can look at like a check mark and say, okay, I may face this. What will I do? I may face this. Here's, I think I can overcome it. And suddenly those great big mountains become just those, what I said, little speed bumps. That's what we call the voice of doubt and defeat, that cycle. And there's ways that you really can break that cycle that I lay out in the book. And we also talk about the four things that every message needs. I was going to ask you about that because um, get ready, you all. You want to take notes on this because she's about to give you four bullets of information that will radically improve if you're a podcaster or if you're a speaker or if like you just have, like she was saying, your voice in any circle or environment of influence God gives Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. 
In my passion for helping people find their voice, express their voice, get their message out, however that may be, I wanted to share what I knew from training from the School of Hard Knocks about your message. Now, it doesn't matter if your message is just talking one-on-one or if you're talking on stage in front of 10,000 people. You need four things. There are four things Every message, every podcast, every TED talk, every speech must have in order to succeed. If you miss one of these, they'll fall flat. Before I tell you what they are, I will tell you how important it is. The Bible, the four Gospels were written in these four communication styles. These four things are in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those four things are you must be inspirational, informational, entertaining, and engaging entertaining, engaging, information, inspirational, all of those things need to hit in your message. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the Bible were written each one in a different one of those communication styles uh, where you have one gospel that's written to the Jews and it's very informational, very fact-based. You have one. uh, Mark is inspirational. Matthew is the informational one. It's written to the Romans. It's all about action. In fact, the word power is used there more than any other Bible book. When you have uh, Luke, which is more entertaining, it was written to the Greeks and they are were big into poetry and the arts and then you have John which was the engager he wrote his gospel it's the the love gospel the beloved apostle it's all about God so loved the world so that's really the engaging so each one of these communication styles I call them are important to every message if you have a little bit of entertainment where you can tell stories and titillate someone's imagination if you can have that information to back it up if you can have an an emotional emotive engagement and if you can have an inspiration that says here's what we're going to do with this information i gave you you will have a recipe for a winning speech podcast talk whatever it is that you do it was so important god decided to tell his gospel message in these four communication styles so yeah this is my book find your voice another brave step i had to take we have a devotional that takes it to kind of a more of a god level a deeper god level to solidify what god's doing as far as your message is concerned how do you infuse these into a message How do you develop, each one of us has one of those communication styles. I call them like a superpower. Each one of us has one. How do you develop yours and how do you avoid the kryptonite that can keep you from going forth and doing what you're supposed to do? I mean, these are important things that we have to learn and engage so that we can fulfill that awesome purpose. And if you're empowered with these, if you suddenly have this power, it's easier to be brave. I mean, imagine for a moment that you walk through, you accidentally fall into a nuclear vat of goo, right? Because, you know, sometimes that happens. Because that's a danger. Right? (laughs) Suddenly you come out with superpowers. It's a lot easier to be brave when you've been endued with those superpowers. Yes, absolutely. I want to recap that just for a minute. So Matthew is informational. Mark is inspirational. Luke is entertaining and John is engaging. 
And when I think about those, you know, and my background of being a pastor and a preacher, and I'm used to preaching out of those books, I can completely see that. And it, yeah. that is really insightful and really incredible. Next time you read through those gospels, ladies, see if you can identify where those voices are and how that shift takes place. And I know for me, when I'm speaking, I have felt myself shift into one of those voices. You know, if the anointing of God comes upon you and all of a sudden you're shifting and I can tell I'm giving information, but right now this is inspirational, but right now this is engaging. I love that. I don't do it well all the time. And even since meeting you and reading that, I have been making sure to make that ingredient included in my cookie dough, which I don't bake, but that was a good analogy. So you do more than just a write about it, though. Do, do you not offer some coaching and classes that help others with this? Yeah, we created a masterclass that works you through how to develop your superpower, how to find what yours is. In fact, we have a quiz, free quiz, of course, that's on our website that can help you. What's your superpower? Well, you can find out what you're gifted in. Once you have that, how do you develop that? What's your kryptonite? And how do you bring in those other superpowers? What are some things you can do to make that happen? Then we take people through, what do you want to do with your voice? What are you called to do? Finding that calling. Do you want to broadcast, podcast, speak in front of people? Do you want to write? And how do you do that? How does that happen? And I try to give people some inside views into uh, industries. You know, I'm an insider in the publishing world. We help people find if they want to write a book we help people find a publisher some books we publish if you want to be podcast or even just do a ted talk how do you do that what does it look like one of the things that keeps us back don from being brave there's some women who are listening today that have this message and like I, I really want to get this out one thing that stops us is that we're intimidated by those successful people you know oh michelle mendoza she's done this yeah. she's done that you know she knows this stuff it's easy for her no i'm just a girl and i've made mistakes or i've learned along the way or god's opened doors but if i had someone to come alongside of me and say this is what this looks like now you know more than a lot of people who are broadcasting that's what our master class is mm -hmm. and my commitment is to keep those real and affordable it's not about okay let's make a mint off a of master class this is about making it accessible to people, making it available so that you can find your voice and you can do what God has called you to do. It's the essence of falling in a vat of nuclear goo and less messy. You're going to be empowered with your superpower and you can come out on this other side with the tools you need to be a little bit braver. Excellent. I want to make sure that it is in the notes. So for those who are really resonating with what you're saying right now, they're going to be able to find you and take advantage of this. This is why I'm bringing this to you, Bravehearted Women, because I am committed to your growth and your development. And I know these things are essential. You talked about the intimidation of others. Would that be considered one of those kryptonite things? What is some of those things that might be, and by kryptonite, you're saying those things that weaken us, those things that kind of make us feel powerless or shrink us down. Intimidation would certainly be one, right? 
intimidation, definitely uh, feeling as though I'm unworthy, thinking that, and we're set up for that in our society in many ways. Oh, I'm not beautiful enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if you had all the filters that everyone else has, yeah, girl, you're beautiful enough. I mean, in this age where you can have men dressing up as women and they you're like, wow, you look great. You know that it's smoke and mirrors. So, you know, beauty is really, it's an illusion, and but it's something that can intimidate us. And likewise, with intellect, with experience, intimidation is just another word for fear. And those are the things that, that hold us back. But there's something crazy cool about kryptonite. Kryptonite for Superman weakened him. It kept him from being able to use his superpowers. It's like a fear. But the other thing is, is that he's from Krypton. And because of Krypton or Kryptonite, because of that planet he's from, he has superpowers. So it's like two sides of a coin. One side, there's that intimidation, the fear, the I can't do this, I don't know enough, I can't, I don't, I won't, I shouldn't. On the other side is you are more than able to do exceedingly, like God does exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think. Well, we can do exceedingly and abundantly above all we could imagine because we've been empowered for that. We've been called to that. We have purpose. We forget that. We think we're just here. We just you know, evolved from, you know, some amoeba somewhere. And we just happen to be here like a cancer on the face of the planet. But in reality, the truth is you are here for a vital purpose. If you do not fulfill your purpose, the world starts looking the way it is right now. And Don and I have to avoid reading the newspaper because it's depressing. But when all of us start playing our part and we start realizing that we have purpose, it gives us that empowerment to overcome the fear, the intimidation, the I'm not good enough, the can'ts and won'ts and shouldn'ts. Incredible. And I hope that you who are listening are feeling inspired because I want to ask you, have you fulfilled your purpose? Have you tapped your potential? I don't think that I've tapped my potential yet because I'm still breathing. And I've decided <laughs> that as long as I'm on this planet, I've got something else to do. There are seeds inside of me that still have to come forth, that still have to grow and bloom. And the same is true for you all. If you're on this planet and if you're listening to me, you're not done yet. God's not done with you yet. There's more. And I encourage you to think about what is my next purpose? Bravehearted women, we don't give up. My guest today is Michelle Mendoza, here to inspire you. Make sure you take advantage of the program, the coaching, the book. Where can we get a hold of you? I know I'll put that in the show notes too, Michelle, but just a quick address for you. You can find us at findyourvoice.fun. Awesome. Findyourvoice.fun. Closing words for those that are listening today. You have been endowed by your creator with more than you know. The potential inside of you is so great. And God is so good. This is a time if you've been listening and you've been wanting to find your voice. Yeah, you can get the book. You can go to findyourvoice.fun. But where you're really going to find that voice is on your knees before your God and say, why am I here? What purpose do you have? Let it unfold. And then you just wait and watch God do his work, like planting those seeds. They seem to be dead in the ground, but sooner or later they will bloom and they will grow and they will become something great. And so will you.
That right there was prophetic. And I can tell you so much about it. I'm currently writing a message called A Super Bloom is Coming. And Ooh. you just spoke exactly what I've been writing. So ladies, grab onto that word. That's for you. Hey, this is Dawn Damon. I just invite you, if you loved this program, and I'm sure that you have it, it's helped you, make sure you share it with someone. Spread the word. Let people know and let YouTube and Apple and iTunes know, hey, you appreciate Christian faith-building messages. I'd love it if you'd share, review, like, all those kinds of things. But in the meantime, I'm going to leave you like I always do, brave-hearted woman. Is this your moment to find your brave and live your vision? Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.